want to go live on video but are a bit unsure where to start? Or maybe you already go live a lot but you are scared to sell. Download for free the Live Authentic Storytelling Guide, Six Steps to Infuse Storytelling into Your Live Videos. You'll get practical structure to help you convert your audience from raving fans to loyal customers. Go to www.livestorytellingguide.com and get your free guide today. This is the Creative Soulpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Demas. Let's go. Okay, my friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is, I mean, a dear, dear human, a dear long time, I'm not going to say the word old, long time friend. Right before we came on, we realized that it's the 25th anniversary of our friendship, <laughs> which is like, well, we were we were two, you know, we were two, right? We were yeah. Two. yeah, we were barely two. <laughs> Katie, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. It is an honor and a total trip that it's been 25 years. I, it doesn't really feel like that. And I, I don't know how to say it other than that. It, time is so um, strange. Yeah, I agree. You know, the pandemic sort of changed the, the, the sense of time as well for me. I don't know if it did for you. But I feel like on one hand, yes, it's been 25 years since we met. And on the other hand, it feels like yesterday in many ways. Yeah, no, it definitely feels like yesterday. And I just had a little journey back to Oklahoma where we did meet, which also felt like yesterday. And then it also felt like, wow, we've both done a lot since those moments that we met there. Let's tell everyone how we met. Okay. Nick and I met at Lyric Theater of Oklahoma. I was a dancer in college and Nick was choreographing a show. And I had a pretty big dance part. It was an original show and Nick, I felt his support as a choreographer was very, it was a very positive influence in my life. One of his first positive influences in my life. And it just, the season sort of unwound in a really interesting way from there. I think I ended up getting a review in the Oklahoma City Gazette that compared me to Gwen Verdon. And people loved the show. And another turn of events ended up making the season and the show and the leadership of that time change hands all the way over to you. Yeah. It right? was a very pivotal time in my career and in my life, for sure. I think what I saw about you is you came in and auditioned and there were hundreds of people auditioning and you just had this energy, this spark, this beauty that was so intense for me. And I knew that I had to have you in the show. It was like, she has to be in the show and she has to be my muse. Like I just knew it. Oh, Oh my God. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah. And we just worked really well together. And then, yes, there was a big turn of events that happened. I was so young in retrospect. We both were. You were in college, right? But I was at the time 20, you know, eight years old, seven, 28. And at the end of that time, there was this big turnover in the leadership. And they fired the artistic director of the theater. 
And they came to me and said, will you take over for a year? And I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm going to go learn. That was in my mind was I'll go learn. Wow. Yeah. I remember I was watch. I, you're always someone from that time. I remember watching you, how you handled that. And um, I guess I'm just kind of thinking about this now, watching the way that you handled that. It was really absorbing that because it's like sometimes we don't prepare for things at all in life. But at the same time, everyone in that theater, in that production, even the people hiring you knew that that was the right choice and you knew that it was right. Well, the interesting thing about that, Katie, I don't think I've ever told you this, is mm -hmm. that 1995 was the first time I worked at that theater. Mm -hmm. And I was like an assistant choreographer at that time. And, you know, it was at the university there and, and there's this little backdoor exit and there were offices mm -hmm. and the music office was to the left and the music director was sitting in the office and the assistant and she said, thank you so much. And I said, without thinking or I don't know where it came from, I said, don't worry, I'll be back someday to run the place. And I kept walking. Oh. And I got to the top of the stairs and I was like, what did you just say? So there was something in me that knew that this was going to happen, that I was going to manifest it. And I was like putting it out into the universe without even knowing in a way. That makes sense to me. Because as I was just back there and I was kind of feeling, and we're both very sensitive beings and I know you very well. And I was feeling the energy of that city and thinking about how it's called you back and how I was visiting and it was a new time and celebrating some mentors that were there. And I was thinking about the way that so much work got done there, but is it, I mean, am I going to shoot myself in the foot for asking this question? Is it like an, is there a native American energy on that land? There absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels very open. And then, but then what, when you're on your way to go work, it feels very, to me, I remember like very balanced creatively, energetically, and spiritually, like big. So it was like feeling that when I was there again, like, oh, no wonder I was so in a really kind of balanced place to express from the medium of performing there. Well, it's called the heartland for a reason. Mm -hmm. I always said that, like, yes, it has big heart. Yes, it's in this wide open space. And so possibilities feel very endless and open there. That's how it always felt to me. And I think it's why I continually get drawn back, as do you, get drawn back to that space and to that energy and to that heart. Yeah, I do. And I'm, they're doing this documentary on the campus and I, I had to interview for it. And it was also very funny because as I was about to get on, a pl on the plane back here, I got a text that was like, actually, Katie, we don't think we got enough time with you. We may have to fly you back. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to share this with Nick. It just keeps pulling us, pulling us right back around. But I, just a little bit of a like smile in my heart when I thought of that. It was like, here we go. But then yeah. eventually you did leave. You left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You graduated, right? Oh, yeah. 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 I got to go. And you went to New York. Yeah, I went to New York. I uh, I went right to New York. I didn't have any family keeping me in Oklahoma. I, I wanted to go to New York from a, a young age. I got a job with the Radio City Rockets, which I was what I wanted. I 
got to do that show for four years. I, my grandmother was a showgirl in the 40s and 30s. I don't know, something about the unity and the history and the legacy and the actual physical work was just like, I was all about it. And I, yeah, I lived in New York and performed as a dancer for many, many years. Yeah, we you know, have that in common because before I met you, I was in that show. I was in the Christmas show. Mm-hmm. But we had very different experiences. I think the Rockette experience is very different than the backup dancer experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better yeah. phrase. You know, because the Rockettes are the stars. You all were I the know. stars of the show. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's still grueling. You're not, you're never really prepared as prepared and pre- as, you know, your training makes you for that. So many shows a day. And it is, you're right. It's a little bit of a different experience. It was a little different than I expected. But just in many ways, uh, I just saw the show in New York, um, the opening show. And there's a girl in it that I know. She's been doing the show, Melissa Hilmer. Hey, 23 years. Wow. I know. And just like, it's just wild. I know. She's, she's still going. Well, but you still dance. Oh, yeah. No, I have to. I still, yeah, I still dance. I dance every single week in an advanced professional, like, jazz in heels class. It's amazing. Well, what's the difference between, because I basically stopped dancing, Mm -hmm. like, other than on my TikToks. (laughs) Oh, well, they're very good. (laughs) So please keep, (laughs) please keep the TikToks and the Instagram Fossey back bumps coming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is it like, though, to dance in your 40s versus in your 20s? Well, it's different. There's a lot of acceptance, but there's, there's like, a lot more freedom in just, like, going into your own limits and knowing how to push yourself. I didn't dance for a while. I just kind of started my Pilates business, and then I, I didn't dance, and it really wasn't right. Like, I was not okay. Like, just mentally, I guess I could say. I just was like, oh, my God. Like, it's so much crunchy energy in my mind. But now that I'm dancing again, I I just feel... And there's also women and people in the class that are well over 40. The warm-up is just very good. We still do across the floor full batmas. Like, we're not jumping. I'm not going to go ahead and do any, like, leaps in my heels. But I got thrown into, like, a last-minute performance, like, on my 40th, around my 40th birthday for Richard Sherman's 90th birthday gala. And I just didn't really know that, like, honestly, so I've been doing Pilates for a long time and uh, movement work with people. And I just didn't know that it was keeping me in such good dance shape until I threw, until I threw myself back in. And now it's kind of, now I just like do both and I kind of have to, it just feels, it just feels right for me. Yeah. Well, I see, I see your videos and it's, it's this sense of freedom that I see in you as a dancer now that maybe before you were more measured, measured in the sense of you were very technical, you were also incredibly powerful, but I see this freedom in it now that is very different. Not that you didn't have a a sense of freedom before, but it's different. I don't know how to explain it to you other than it's just like this, like sense of like, ah. Well, I mean, it's vulnerable to share, but I was gonna I mean I didn't know if I would share this maybe I have told you this I don't know I mean I yes and 
I had a little bit of a personal kind of scare. <laughs> Last November, uh, I got this kind of diagnosis of um, I have a, a cyst on my brain at my pineal gland, which like, I mean, after a lot of deep dive, I don't, the spiritual community seems to think and know that the pineal gland is the seat of the soul. And at the same time, the medical community and certain endocrinologists are like, we certainly don't know what this thing does. Mm. So I just like have given, been given a lot of information and for a six month period of time, um, which was like November through April, in which we weren't even back in dance class yet, right? Um, not really. There was like lockdowns and then not like this is like last year into 2022. I There were certain neurologists that were like, so, you know, you might start losing your balance. And I like started to, I was like, no, like, no. And like, I'm like, I'm not even dancing enough. I'm not even using what I have like enough. And I wanted to like, I was been singing more and more, which is also the, um, integrates the front and back brain. And so I'm like singing and dancing all the time again, basically for my health and to stay literally aligned so that, I mean, I, it's not that I'm running out of fear, but in that time I was like, I'm just going to do this as much as possible. And then I got this doctor came and was like, you know, Katie, because they wanted to do these other tests. They had to see if it was going to grow. If it grows any larger, it becomes a problem. It's about 13 millimeters. So they, they like measured it and they're just like, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I think that, that you were born with this. It's not growing and it's not cancerous and please go on with your life as normal, which also felt super celebratory, but like, I mean, living in that sort of like for six months, like sort of unknown and sort of like, in a sense, I was like preparing myself for like the death of the life that I know, which is like a huge life and movement. So I'm a little bit more, I allow myself to have the identity of dance and movement walking through that experience simply because I'm like, I just like, if not now, when? Mm. And I'm like, I don't really feel held back by the limitations of being 44 because I can still move <laughs> and balance. <laughs> it's a bit strange, I know, to and vulnerable, but I can't not do it. And I mean, I'm currently like, I really balance my client work right now. I've got a new project. I I'm choreographing a video for a young artist and I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say like, I, like I've always kept my toe dipped in for the last few years, but now I really like have a whole arm back it's in. You a, it's given you a new lease. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Because yeah. in between that, and by the way, I'm so grateful and thankful A for you sharing that, but B that you're okay. That this yeah. has been there. How interesting yeah. how that six month period must've been really profound to be in that unknown and have to to learn to be okay that you didn't know. Yeah, I did have to be okay that I didn't know. And coming on like the information coming on the coattails of just so much change and pivoting through the pandemic and energetic kind of 
burnout a little bit for me. I really just, it was, it was a little bit, it was gnarly. <laughs> gnarly, yeah. that's such an 80s term, I love it. Yeah, super gnarly. Super gnarly. So going back for everyone, after Radio City, you also, I know you did like tours and you worked regionally and whatnot. You made yeah. the decision to go to LA and start a business. How did that yeah. decision come about? Well, I, yeah, I definitely made the decision. I kind of had a little bit like, it's like one of those little knocks on the door, like a year prior. I was like, I just think I should go to LA. I don't know. I'd never felt like that before. I had visited, I toured here. I'd never felt like that. I came out, honestly, with the intention of taking a break from show business and like just kind of maybe getting to know myself a little bit more, maybe just doing some deep personal work. I had gone through like a breakup. It was deeply shocking. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a break. And that break, I couldn't really take a break. I don't know. I kept running into people that like then were like casting me in things. And I was like, oh my God, but like, actually I want to take a break. So I took a break and I had gotten, um, been certified in Pilates and I landed in this space near the ocean, right on the ocean. And long story short, there was just like a lot of magnetism toward what I was doing as if it was like, I was like, what? Like I was like young in my early thirties, like just being like, why do I have like all these clients like overnight? And then there's more and then here they, they go. And I ended up a woman like walked in uh, one of the clients, I barely knew her, and she's like, I got in a skiing accident. And I was like, why are you here? You cannot walk, right? And I'm not saying that this is like why I started a business or that there's any sort of, I'm some sort of magical healer because I don't really believe, I mean, I don't, I do and I don't believe in magic. She couldn't move. She'd gotten on a ski lift and we, I really was like, I, I knew that I was working with like the psoas and certain spinal connections. And in like five sessions, it was like better. And she was like, yeah, I don't know if you like are completely, this is total honesty, like certain, you know, I think you're really like in the beginning of like something special. And when you're ready, I'd like to help you have your own space. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like, this is my break. You know, I'm like always intending on going back. And, and then it's like this studio closed. I, then the, all the clients followed and all the clients followed. And I just got to the point where I was like, okay. And it just happened very quickly. Um, a client was like a designer. She designed the studio. Here we were. And I was there doing it really full time. You know, I closed the studio 2020, we opened January 2014, so almost like seven years. Yeah. yeah. What I witnessed during that period of you was that doors kept opening and you kept stepping through. Yeah. Right? The door would open, you were like, okay, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's take the gift. Let's try this. Let's, let's open to the possibility or the energy of what's being laid out in front of me. And it felt very organic, at least from the outside, and very much in alignment with who you are as a human and the gifts that you have. And I do believe in magic. I believe in the magic <laughs> rail. 
because I uh-huh. witnessed you in action with uh-huh. and with Thank you. I came and had a session with you and I was blown the frick away at how um, you were able to pinpoint immediately, like immediately. It was like magic. Uh, in fact, I was yeah. at the gym just today thinking about this interview and I was thinking back to that session that we had and I was like, oh yeah, lean into the back body. Like all like the, the things that you like, the, the, the words that you had given me in that session, I still use to this day. There, oh, I'm so glad. There is magic there. There's power there. there yeah. It's, it, it's magical. No, there is definitely magic. I am just, I'm careful, I guess, in this time to just really, like, for people who don't know what I do that would, like, want to work together or something. I've gotten a lot of new clients due to this new, you know, digital time and having a product and a platform and things. So they'll be like, yeah, you're the one. You've got the magic sauce. Uh, And I'm like, and I'll be like, wait, wait. And it's like, I really have to be clear that, like, yes, and there is always the magic of that but we're like i'm literally moving into the like we're working with the physical you know we're working we're working with anatomy we're working with yes we're working with energy and emotional body and but we're working with physicality taking gravity off of it to like restore and empower all these structures but we're also you know, I, we're just not leading with like, and let me put my hands on you and give you some sort of exorcism, right? Yeah. Okay, so, right. It's yeah. science-based. Yeah, it's science-based. And it's also because of the work that I know that's really living and in, in, in the work with the psoas and in the work with the back body and with certain kind of releasing between the fascial and muscle bodies or in there it's easy for me to talk about it in the world, in many different worlds, right? But, and I have gotten a lot of grief when I first started, people were like, you're not doing Pilates. You're really not doing it, Katie. And you know, that is it largely also why I started my own space. You know, Pilates is based on Joseph Pilates. So it's a man and they're beautifully so. There are many people that hold his work in such high regard that the integrity of handing down that work is so like clenched on that they're like, we have to teach it like him and we have to teach it in this way and we have to teach these transitions. And then there are also the other end of the spectrum where it's like, we're barely learning any of that technique. We're not learning why it works. We're not learning the real foundation of, you know, footwork or this or that. We're just being thrown into classes where we're working big muscle groups, which was just never really. And so, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not doing any of that. I'm keeping the integrity of the structure of the class. What makes sense to me too, is that that was based on Joseph Pilates, right? Mm -hmm. That was his modality what he created and you as a creative human being because you are immensely creative talent that you would need to take the fundamentals take the ideas but also channel in and draw in your own creative life and your own creative voice into the work that you're doing therefore creating your own modality and so for anybody out there who's thinking about that or who struggles in somebody else's modality I'm offering you permission because Katie proves it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, 
I'm, I'm a big believer in, I mean, we live in such a time where we don't honor the elders, especially in America, of our time. We're always worried about the new, the next new thing or this cool thing. And Pilates for sure became cool in this fitnessy way, especially in the pandemic, people bought so much equipment for their homes. I'm now like literally personally in relationship with my sales rep and like, it's just a whole thing. But what I'll say is in just honoring where it comes from, I really don't think people know that Joseph Pilates work was, his mother was a naturopath and his father was a machinist and he rehabbed people in the war, from the war. And the systems that he built, the reformers themselves are literally genius machines. And because there's so much newness of machine sales and online platforms out there, you know, yes, anybody can have that now. Yes, you can walk into a really affordable class, but also you, you want to make sure you know how to use those machines and to even invest and find a really good local instructor, even for just five to 10 sessions before you do that. Those classes is really, really valuable. And so I just wanted to call that in because I didn't create anything new in a sense, but I do have my own trademarked movement method. I do have my own product I really believe in and that I teach online virtual class with and that I find is so, so effective in finding the connections that I have found on the reformer for years. Yeah. Okay. So you did and didn't. You honor the past. You honor what came before. Yeah. And it's a yes. Yeah. Right. Like yes, I, and. I talk about this a lot in terms of yoga because it's similar for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, for years and years and years, I taught very, as you know, traditional yoga. And it bothers me to no end when people don't actually honor the ancient traditions. When, yeah. you know, the cultural appropriation or even just appropriation of the material without honoring its past. So I'm really glad you called that in. And I'm really glad you said that because I don't want anybody to think that you just fly by night created something no you really did honor what came before and yes and yes and the rebel in me right when I went through my Pilates trainings like two of them and they're like I'm like what about the psoas and they're like we don't really talk about that that the rebel inside of me is like we don't and then that work really like then I go to study with this person and that person and then we go to osteopaths and like I who I share clients with and I talk to all the doctors about why you know I've done way too much homework (laughs) and uh but it's why I'm super I don't know it's such a giving time right now too but it really does feel good to now give it away I guess in a sense yeah yeah well you you've you've mastered right yeah yeah. And you're a master teacher. And so it feels like a gift. It feels like a yeah. gift. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It's cool. So tell tell me about this new product that you've got. Okay. This is, I, this, is this conversation we have not had. I, everything up to this no. point I've known basically. Right. You know, of, but at least part of this, I don't know. I'm so excited. I'll, I know, me too. But I'll try not to talk too 
long-winded about the process. I have wanted to make this pretty almost exact product for years. I think you've probably worked with something very similar with me when you did your session way back when. So during the pandemic, I landed in this like beautiful garden space and who was someone who was renting the, um, the main house was also running her business and really just killing it, but really stressed. But she's a beautiful, talented founder of a very big company who is a product specialist and she has thoracic outlet syndrome, which I kind of specialize in. And by specialize, I mean, I've worked with over 10 clients and we've gotten some really good results. It's a um, condition where the nerves kind of really get trapped somewhere within the rib cage and some of this release work really helps them. So we were helping her. And if I had known what it took to really do it, thank God she didn't tell me. She just sent me on a journey. Like I started creating, she's visualizing it and creating relationships with suppliers and getting samples. And at the same time, I started doing my online version of this mat class, which was with some people that was very dear to my heart. Many of of my friends were in Broadway shows and they were taking my doing my work for the first time so since I had moved from the New York community as a dancer I was like people were like well we always know you like doing this but and so the feedback was like oh my god what is this and I just found that it I could really really get some quick work done like in terms of form in terms of connection and in terms of the nervous system it just really felt super beautiful to move in community and even though it was online i was super shocked to just like drop in with everyone right and how good that felt so that happened um i'll show you what the product is it's like finally here many incarnations later and many like probably a year and change, right? It took to do this. It's called the golden kit. It's a case, like a little vegan suede case. It has my name on it, which I resisted, but in in the end I gave in to everybody's feedback and they love it. And there are two, there are actually two half moons. It looks like the universe, this kit a little bit. And so it, um, there are two half moons. They are like half balls. And it took me many, many a months to get the squishiness of this rubber just right. For the give, it has exactly where I wanted people to use it. And in this kit, there are five points where we use it to yield into the back body for some major core connection. And then we have in the center, so there are two of those, two half moons, and there's a yellow um, dongling jade star. So as I mentioned, first of all, yellow dongling jade promotes emotional stability, mental clarity. It also kind of brings forth the energies of confidence. It's the color of the sun. Everywhere that I work in my work is from the solar plexus. And it will remove, I would say, one's inability to slow down. Like if you find yourself not, right? So grounding, grounding, grounding. It's best used if it's kind of touching the skin, especially on the hands. Use it here in a little meditation or on the pulse points. In the kits, there will also be a body map. And it will show you everywhere that you put the the balls. 
And this is, this kit is just standalone for your own self-practice. I guess I can read aloud what's on the back of the card, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah, I want to say, as you're looking at that, right? how, how chic it is, first of all. So, because, obviously, the podcast listeners can't see. But let me tell you, it's super chic. Like, I didn't, I, I don't think I've ever seen seen a, a fitness kit, quote-unquote, you know, that that is this chic. The, oh, yeah. Oh. Beautiful and cool-looking. We didn't spare the quality, we didn't yeah. spare, and we did not spare, like, I was, like, when I was talking to my product specialist, I was, like, I don't want to make it if it's not beautiful. Yeah. And there are possibly some other colors and beautiful options that we may launch later, but the golden kit is, it's the one. I was, like, it has to be gold, and it's not gold, like, flashy, solid gold, gold Lame Vegas. It's, like, you know, a goldenrod maze gold. It's beautiful. Thank you. So inside, it just says this, which hopefully gives you a little bit of an understanding of how you can work with it on your own. It says, get, it says, release and re-empower to reach the highest alignment and flow. Get quiet, take a deep breath, scan the body. What are you holding on to? Exhale all the way. Lying on the floor or with your back to the wall, choose your desired release points. Place your half moons. Melt into them. Experiment with pressure. Feel your spine, your core. Soften your eyes. Feel your power. Place the star near your body for energetic support. Gently draw your navel to your spine. Take a deep breath into your half moons. You're ready to move. So I don't want people to just use them and not move. <laughs> I'm actually, but I will eventually have a free little collection of online videos. In the meantime, I didn't want to delay the pre-sale. They are on pre-sale and there's a 15% off code with pre-sale, the word, if you, if you want. I have to say this to you. This feels to me like a culmination of your life's work of the creativity, of the dance, of the, the Pilates, of creating, because you're a massive manifester, right? So all of this feels like this culmination and that gift that you're I giving know. others. And it feels very aligned. There's that word again that came back. But it, yeah. does, it feels very aligned to who you are, but also to where people are. When you were reading that, I was like, yes. I was like, yes. Okay, I want to do this. I can't wait to do this. I'm yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna send you one. I'll send one to you so you can play, or if you want to like join online class or something. And you know, it's funny. I want to bring this back where I really had a struggle whether I wanted to put this star in the kit, right? And I don't know why. I got certified in Reiki, even though I don't work directly on people with it. I work with it. Same. And I know the power of energy. And then during the time where we were making this was when I got the diagnosis of that thing. And I was in this very like unknown place. And even though I led in this podcast with like, I don't believe in magic and I do believe in magic. I, I mean, my cyst on my brain is this size. Exactly. Wow. So when they sent it and I was like, I like meditated on it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to put it in there because 
it kind of reminds me every time I go to the mat that, you know, it's all in your perspective. Like sometimes you can look at things like they're wrong. And sometimes maybe the thing that's wrong is your gift. Yeah. And I just, I'm, I put it in. I'm glad I did. I'm really glad I didn't leave it out. All the packaging that they get shipped in is completely recyclable. Craft tape, brown paper boxes, brown crinkle, but it'll come as like a beautiful gift and you can just recycle all of it. And I you have it. your gift. I love it. It is very you. It is very beautiful, just like you. And it's magical. And I think it's going to help a lot of people. I think so, too. Where can people go to get them? How, how, where, do they, where do they go? <clears throat> okay, they can go to my movement website, which is www.corletoile, which is, means the star body. C-O-R-E-L-E-T-O-I-L-E.com. And just go to the shop page, put in your pre-sale discount, and you're off. And what is that discount? It's 15% and the word is pre-sale. Pre-sale. Mm-hmm. What means the world is the first orders that came in. Um, we just like softly launched on Monday for this. Are pretty big people that I think are very special and powerful in the dance community. And they're like, oh, I want to give these to like all my friends. So like, can I order this? So I also just want to call out there. You can follow me on Instagram. It's at Katie Rail. It's, and if you DM me and you do want to buy these as a gift and you want to buy 10 or more, there is another little additional 5%. We give you 20% off and I will give you a little Zoom tutorial, 15 minute Zoom tutorial. And we can just move together and you can ask me questions. I don't know. I'm opening that up and I'm like, is that how much? But I, anyway, I want to do it for people. How much bandwidth you got for that girl? I know. I'm like, I'm like, how much time do I have? But maybe we can all just get on one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. For, about the product. That's it about the product. I could talk to you for 5,000 years, honestly, Nick. I know. We could just keep going and going and going and going and going. I know. I really thank you for being so vulnerable today and honest and for being such a great friend for 25 years <laughs> and here's to 25 more at least at least at least yeah thank you so much for sharing oh you're welcome i'm so proud of you and glad you're doing this if and i know there's no if here you enjoyed today's episode with katie be sure to leave us a review or a comment we would love to hear from you. You can DM Katie directly and get those, get the, get those tan and, and get those sessions. <laughs> they, they are so valuable. Thank you again, Katie. And we'll see you all on the next episode.